following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. I, as always, am your main man, Derek Jaws. I am joined today by special guest host and hopefully first of many times on the on on the podcast here austin kelm what's going on man what's going on buddy how you doing oh you know living the dream uh austin this is the second time doing a podcast with me the first time was the tip of the cap we were talking baseball uh me and austin have always joked around about the fact that we are essentially the average joe version of mike and mike in the morning um i'm the guy who been there seen it done it played it and he's the guy that can tell you all the stats that i don't know so uh, this this should be a fun episode. This should be a fun little back and forth conversation. My man can pull up stats and rankings like you would not believe, almost to an annoying fault. At yeah, times. no, don't 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 set the bar so high now. Oh mother <laughs> god! All right, then. Oh, Jesus. Listen, man. If, listen, we won't put you on the suck list yet. So <laughs> all right then. But uh, yeah. So um, I didn't put the second bumper in front of this. So hats, tats, and stats is brought to you by Stinger Sports. Stinger Sports makes high quality. And great performing gear for the player who expects more for their money. StingerSportsGear.com. Look great, feel great, play great. Again, that's StingerSportsGear.com. We are also sponsored by the Wild Oak Beard Company. For those of my bearded friends out there, check them out. Use tip of the cap on either one of those websites for a discount. You're welcome. So we are here to talk football. We are here to talk about the NFL season that is allegedly coming up. Uh, we are saying allegedly we are not going to talk about the pandemic. We are not going to talk about if there's going to be fans in the stands. We are not going to talk about if there's going to be a season. All of those things are out of our control. So what we are going to talk is the idea of what we're looking forward to should the NFL season commence slash when the NFL season commences because I'm holding out hope. So that's why we're here, and that's why I brought my man in because he's excited as I am. Yes, sir. Uh, it's nothing better than football season. It's Love a, football season. So excited. Surprised we're going to have football season right now. That's... So we figured we picked some things that we're excited about and things that we're interested to watch play out this year. And step one, we're going to start right here at home in our own backyard, literally my backyard. If uh, you know those of you who know I'm in Orchard Park in the stadium, so football throws away if you're Josh Allen. And that's who we're here to talk about a little bit. Josh Allen has gotten a lot of love and a lot of skeptic hate this offseason. Um, my man is looking at a what people are calling a do-or-die year three. What uh, what do you got on that there, guy? Uh, you know what, absolutely. It's, it's just one of those things that year three is that breakout year for quarterbacks. Um, there's a lot of names that are involved in that year three. Um, and I think a lot of Bills fans are, are have high expectations. Um, albeit some of them maybe a little too high. As some people are calling Super Bowl chance right now. Um, I would settle for another playoff berth. Um, I think a realistic and yet lofty goal is um, a home playoff game, I think would be killer. I think that's something that we've been excited about here um, as potential very recently. And uh, I think that would be a very realistic and attainable goal for the Bills this year, and specifically Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm on board with that because – I've seen the growth that my, that my man has gotten over the last few years. You know, he and, and this is something I try to try to talk to people about when I have this conversation with people. Josh Allen was the biggest project in the draft, allegedly. You know, of of the guys that went, you know, people Lamar went. I'm mean, still first round, but well later in the first oh, round. Sure. But you know, there were people who had him even above and beyond 
uh, Allen where the Bills took him. And the Bills took a lot of flack for where they took him. Um, but here, here's a guy that everything we heard was he was an athlete with a deep ball. And last year, the deep ball was the problem. You know, but at the same token, he also took a lot of crap for turnovers and interceptions. So if I'm going to have a guy throwing a deep ball, you know, I, I want my guy throwing a ball that either we're getting or no one's getting. Because if you're if he's throwing that deep ball and it's a 50-50 shot at a pick, well, that's not really what we're looking for. I think what I'm looking for out of Allen this year is more growth. Do I care or want to see, you know, everyone that that, that 300 yard benchmark in a game? I I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the guy that's going to tell you that those stats mean the world. Would it be nice? Would it be fun? Absolutely. But I also don't want Jameis Winston as my quarterback, who is number one in the league in yards and number two in touchdowns, but also threw 30 picks and didn't make the playoffs and didn't win a ton of games. <laughs> and lost his starting job. To a guy he is in his now 50s. a backup quarterback. <laughs> right. So uh, those benchmarks are cool. If he hits them, cool. I don't care. I want to see the kid take a step forward again which with the team around him, the weapons around him, and everything I've heard about his offseason, I've heard he looks in freakish shape. Uh, I haven't heard much complaints in like, well, you know, he threw with some guys today, but it didn't look great. You know, a couple miscues here and there. I haven't heard any of that. I've heard nothing but great things. And as long as it's a step forward and we keep winning football games, I'm good. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah, you know what it is? Um, it's, it's also a no excuse year. You know, people who are fans of Josh Allen are quick to jump to his aid. Every time somebody's bashing him or saying things negative about him, like they, they're quick to jump in with, well, we don't have any good receivers. There's not a Pro Bowler among them. Now um, there's three. Well, hey, we have a Pro Bowl. Ah, but he's, he's, he's five, seven and a half at the receiver position. You know what I mean? It's um, a lot of excuses, a lot of justifications for how poorly he played in certain situations. Um, you know, and then he'd make other plays. You're like, ah, he might be the only player in football who makes that play. You know, that type of stuff. Um, but they have done, I think, a really good job of, of surrounding him in talent um, from the running backs to the receivers now and, and tight ends taking a step forward that um, uh, really, it, it, again, year three, if he does not do well, it's on him. It's not anybody else at this point. He needs to step up and, and make it happen. So I, I think the biggest question there is how well is well? You know, if I, I believe he's got to at least match his performance last year, and if he matches his performance from last year, and connects on some deep balls. I, I think we have a very happy fan base. I don't think anybody's calling for his head or his job. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think it, like it. I think for him to get an like an just get the axe after this year would take a catastrophic downfall. Um, but I don't, I don't see this being. I don't see him being the type of kid that's gonna have that happen. I think you know part of the reason we took him was because of his work ethic, his attitude. And just how just his overall makeup. I mean, that's that's a big thing in our front office, and I don't see them taking a guy who's just not going to push forward. I mean, and realistically, I mean, people can knock where we took him and, and what we gave up to trade up with Cordy Glenn and the picks and stuff like that to move up from where we were in the twenties all the way up to you know where we took Josh Allen. But um, at the end of the day, I mean, even right now today, I think you can make a very serious and valid argument that he's the best quarterback in his draft class. Like right now today, I think there are other people out there who'd go, yeah, you know what? If you stuck me with these four guys, those guys that went, I, I think Rosen got taken at 12. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? That, that, that those are the four guys you were looking at that 
that would have been the guy I would have taken. Now, yeah. like you said, there's quarterbacks that, you know, Lamar went way later, but um, oh, that, that he wasn't an option. Nobody was thinking that. Hindsight's always 20-20. Of course, looking back, we might go, okay, yeah, maybe we would take Lamar Jackson. But realistically, of the guys we were looking at for number one, number two, number three, number four, that of those four guys, um, I, we took the best one. I mean, I and I still – I'm not sold on the Lamar train. Uh, that's not something that we're covering in today's podcast. I just – I don't – I don't know that he translates to long-term success in the NFL. Agreed. And I think two teams figured him out at the end of last year, and it wrote, they wrote the blueprint for him getting dismantled in another playoff game. And I think you see more of it this year. Our RG3 was the greatest thing going. No, He was going to revolutionize the NFL. No one was be able to touch RG3. He should have gone before Andrew Luck. I mean, the, the, the hype train went off the rails with RG3 and... Another backup quarterback we mentioned during right. this. I guess they he's probably lucky he's still hanging around the NFL. Absolutely. Somebody that I don't think gets enough criticism for going into this third year benchmark for quarterbacks. And we, we were kind of talking before we started recording how the AFC East may be the most polarizing division as a whole for quarterbacks. Um just because of the situations going on for all four teams. Darnold was considered the most polished, the most NFL-ready, and the most likely, voted most likely to succeed, really. Um, you know, had the head, the arm, could make all the throws, whole nine yards. He went to the Jets, and he has been, you know, flashes in the pan of greatness. But outside of that, I mean, how how hot is the seat he's on this year? You know what? The, I think he's in a very similar position to Josh Allen. Um, that they really need to see something substantial from him going forward. That um, you know they've got an okay offensive line. They've got Le'Veon Bell back there. They've they've drafted receivers and stuff like that. They're trying to give him the help um, that he needs, and I'm sure the help that he wants. But uh, he's in the exact same boat that he needs to take a step forward, or you know, be like Mitch Trubisky, where hey, listen, oh, we found our quarterback of the future. He's unbelievable, and now, well, ah, you know what? I think Nick Foles is going to start over him this year, and he's all big of a sudden dick Nick. he's out the door already. Give me so, all the big dick Nick. The the NFL, if if nothing else, is a what have you done for me lately? And you know what I mean? It's just it, Trubisky wasn't far removed from an unbelievable season. Um, and now they're talking about him losing his job. His fifth year option was not picked up, and he's out the door. So I think it. it Allen and Donald can be in the same boat there that we see their fifth year options not picked up and you know it, it's scary to th- it's scary to think that the the support and the love that Josh Allen has been given from our front office and the just the the push toward growth that they've had it would be scary to see if Darnold was as ready as they claimed he was coming out of the draft what he could have what he could be doing if maybe he was put in a better situation. And, you know, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who has all the excuses in the world. The Jets suck. Sorry, Rick. The Jets suck. <laughs> Putting the Jets on the 2020 suck list. The Jets suck. The Jets will suck until they prove to me they're not the Jets. And I just, I don't know if it's from the top down. I mean, the leadership there is not fantastic. The coaching situation is, what? I, what? I don't know what they're doing. I never know what they're doing over there in New Jersey, <laughs> but I, I I agree. I think I think he gets a little bit more leeway because they kind of give him the benefit of the doubt of he was a talented player and didn't really get put into a great situation, as opposed to being a project player who got shoved into a starting role after Nathan Peterman became Nathan Peterman again. Um, you know, it's just it's one of those things I see. 
I don't see nearly the hate for Ar- Darnold that I see for Allen in the media. And maybe that's just because we're in Buffalo, so we see what people say about Buffalo. But you know, I I, I agree with you. I think he definitely. I think I think he's on more of a hot seat than Allen because you know, of the hype around him. You know what? You know what the thing is though too. He just he kind of fits that prototypical stand of the pocket quarterback. Right. He, he doesn't run around like Allen does. He's he's not going to have 16 rushing touchdowns at any point. It's He's just stand there and throw the ball. I mean, to speak to somebody who he does have 300-yard passing games, which is more than Josh Allen has, you know, he stands there and can deliver the football. And sometimes it looks really, really good. And there are sometimes it's like everybody else. It's, what were you thinking when you threw that football? So it's it's six one way, half dozen the other. But, um, you know, the thing I like about Josh Allen, I mean, it's certainly just a personal preference, and I'm probably biased. Um there are things that Sam Darnold does that are very good. There are flat-out things that Josh Allen can do that Sam Darnold just cannot physically do. It's, Without you know, question. It, it's just, what what can you do for me? And stuff like that. It may not always be pretty. It may not always be fantastic. But uh, there are times that he makes a play and you go, holy cow, there's no way anybody else was doing that. That was incredible. Uh, you know, and we tell you, know. We talk about the. I mean, we were in uh, we were in Tennessee watching the Houston playoff game when you know the when the pitch happened, Great. and like we all like it, it at one end you're looking like what are you doing hold on to the football and at the yeah. other end you're saying like listen if Dawson Knox is looking for that and he catches it we're having a different conversation right, it's a whole different we're, conversation we're we're talking about holy shit like I mean give me the dude that wants to win the football game because that's Josh Allen he wants to win and there's something to be said about the desire to win and doing what it takes. Again, I'd rather have a guy who's going to lose me a game trying to win it than have a guy who's not going to win me a game because he's afraid to lose, which is what we we had in Tyrod Taylor, I believe. You know what? And, I, and I'm and i sure you've seen this meme on Facebook because, you know, that's where all your important sports information comes. Meme, Absolutely. Memes on Facebook. I share memes on Facebook I, I mean, all the what, time. That's what I'm saying. Um, there's a fantastic one that, uh, you know, this is what my quarterback does. How about you? And it was a picture of uh, Josh Allen, who I think so, he fumbled the snap. Something happened, and he – Picked the ball up off the ground, or like some some big nose tackle was going to dive on it, and he grabbed it before the tackle got there, and then dove over the tackle's head, and ended up picking up like four, yeah, something like that, and he picked up three yards on the play, and then right below that is a picture of like Cam Newton, who's like got the ball right at his feet, and, and somebody looks like he's about to go for it, and he's literally shying away, oh, like yeah. no, never mind, I just that that guy might hit me, I'm right. not going for that football, like and otherwise, and Allen will. Rather break his own arm than let you get that football. And that, my favorite part of Josh Allen is that attitude right yeah, there. Yeah, I I want to go. I, I want to fight people on behalf of Josh Allen because jo- of the way Josh Allen plays the game. All right, seriously. If you want to beat him, that's fine. You're gonna have to kill him. <laughs> you're going to have to rip this ball from it. Yeah, if that's just yeah. The you're gonna you're gonna have to put me down. You've been, if you're gonna try to put me down, you better hope I stay down because I'm coming back high. Right, that's what it is. But uh, venturing down south before we get into the Cam Newton experiment, which is. Round two of that, apparently. That's too bad. That was a great segue. I, I'm really, sorry. No, I'm really, sorry. You Go ju- ahead. You, no, listen, I... everybody forgets about the Dolphins. <laughs> it's okay. The Dolphins have probably the most interesting quarterback room in the world right now because you have the curse of Fitz Magic that proved that Josh Rosen apparently isn't ready for NFL football at all. And now you got Tua Tua Malahola. Malahola. Tua Tire Shoe. It's, it's out of control. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and Tua's an interesting beast in and of himself because, you know, at, at, at the start of the year it was tank for Tua, and then Tua broke his hip like he's 80. And, you know, apparently everything, he, rehab's going well, everything's going good for him. And, you know, 
but there's still the question mark of who starts because you know it, can he can he take an NFL hit on that hip right now or does he need more time? And he also missed most of last year. So now what? Like the, the dude hasn't played football in almost a year. Is he going to be ready for the speed of the game at the next level, having not seen the speed of the game at the previous level for a year? And now they're taking away two preseason games, which is going to hurt him more with if, the preparation if and time to get ready. If there's a preseason at all this year uh, right, with, with right. what's going on in the world. Like, hey, week one. Good luck, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Have at it. Uh, you know, and then, then again, we uh, when Fitz washes out of Miami, just ship him up to Tampa Bay so Tom Brady can finally die. Because the, the curse of Fitz magic is real. I, everywhere he goes, he starts and looks like a stud until he wears out his welcome. But the dude behind him isn't good anymore, so it's over. And I love it. I Give mean, me all the Fitz magic. I like proof that he is a genius. Yeah. He just keeps getting work and keeps doing his thing. And it's awesome every time. Yeah. So I that that whole thing is... I, I think the Dolphins had a very good offseason. Um, I, I don't think Josh Rosen's going to be in the NFL much longer. I would second that. I I hate to write the guy off, but, I mean, you know, we talk about taking a a third-year step forward, and he's another one. He's done next to nothing. If I mean, most people just argue nothing. Really, nothing. (laughs) Two years of the NFL. You got drafted and lost your job. Then you got traded to a bad team without a quarterback. They were actively trying to lose, and you couldn't take the starting job on a team that was Uh trying to lose. Yeah. And then, you know, you sat behind Fitzmagic last year, and now there's two dudes in front of you, including a, for another first-round draft pick. Like, I hear Topps is hiring. Uh, right. Amazon. Te- uh, he's te- have Tesla good, pays well, I'm He's, he's got to have good calves, right? He's, a, right? he's an animal player. He could be a cart person. He'd be out there pushing the carts back you know, and forth in the building. That's... I, I heard one of the bigger knocks on him is he doesn't really look great in shorts. So well, well, you know Maybe, what? maybe a mind. summer UPS driver is not in the cards. Sure, but sure. you never know. Uh, maybe move up north where it's a little colder year round. He wear, can wear pants, get away with it. Nah, he looks like a, a Southern California dreamboat there. From sure his does. college days sure to, does. to his professional career. How does a dude that looks like that doesn't, doesn't look good in shorts? I don't get it. But Josh Allen looks great in shorts. Yes. Um, so we have, we have derailed. We have, oh, we have digressed. Listen, this, listen this, this podcast is all about the digression <laughs> and the derailing. So um, the Dolphins, like I said, interesting offseason. I think they've... You know, they found some pieces that, that work at the end of last year. Um, some young, hungry, talented players that kind of stepped up a little bit. And they could be poised to make a push for that third spot in the AFC East because, uh, you know, again, the Jets suck. So, yeah, so I'm not sorry for that one, Rick. Um, but, yeah. I think that they might they might surprise people a little bit. Yeah. I think if Tua comes out of camp and he's the starter, I mean, I, you can make an argument that he was the most pure passer that came out of the draft this year. I mean, really looked good. Um, on a Nick Saban team that is, is not an offensive thing. Obviously, defense wins championships, and he has a lot of championships. Right. Um, defensive, defensive pound the rock. He, he might legitimately only be asked to throw 12 times in a game, but he was throwing quite a bit more than that and um, being very, very successful while he was doing it. Um, well, and, and So Tua was the quarterback that Saban chose to go with to, quote-unquote, in his own words, get with the times of college football – of you're not gonna win a ton of twelve to nine games, you're gonna win a but you're gonna win a bunch of forty nine to thirty two games, and that's where, you know that if that running game and defense doesn't hold up, like you need a guy who can air it out. And that Tua was the guy he, he that probably the arguably one of the best 
modern college coaches decided to go with. So, right. I mean, that's got to be something there, right? Uh, right. Listen, if Nick Saban thought it was a good idea, it's, pro- it's probably a really good idea. You know, I mean, I hate the guy, but if, if Bill Belichick <laughs> told me to go right, I'm not going left. I'm right. probably going right. It is what it is. You know, unless I'm playing for the other team, then he's probably trying to cheat. Correct. Yeah, no, he, he read my mind. He knew, I know that you know that I know yeah. that you wanted me to go right, right. Yeah, yeah, right, right, wrong, right, left. Exactly. Right. So, I, and I can tell you that, um, you know, I, Taylor, one of our other co-hosts, does not like Tua. He thinks he's overrated. He thinks he sucks. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, and then there's the incumbent AFC East reigning defending champions for the last what, 18 of 20 years or whatever it's been? I don't know. I just say two decades because it's easier than explaining it. It's right. just, you know, 20 years. Yeah, there was one year the Jets figured something out and one year that the Dolphins ran the Wildcat that out-nudged them and then didn't do anything in the playoffs. Right, right. they both went 11-5. and five. Yeah. <laughs> and Miami won. And, uh, yeah, so the Cam Newton experiment, and this is interesting because this is going to stem us into a conversation about Tampa Bay as well. Cam Newton has come out and said... You know, people like, you know who you're following, right? Like, you know the shadow that you're in over there. And he went, I do, and Brady's the GOAT. But I've also told Belichick that, you know, you're going to be able to call things and put wrinkles in your offense that you've never been able to do before because of what I can do versus what he could do. You're getting a dog. And we've watched that dog shy away from a fumble in a playoff game. Right. So... I was never overly sold on the Cam Newton experiment when it started in Carolina. I know you were a lot higher on him than I was. Uh, he had a you know, again great first couple of years, and then kind of fizzled, got banged up a little bit. Um, the, the team started to fall apart a hair around him. But I mean, we're talking about a dude who's got one of the, last year had one of the best running backs in the league in the backfield with him, and again injury everything, but like. I don't know, and other people, another dude stepped up and did just fine, and now you're telling one of the greatest coaches on the planet that he's in for a, sh- a shock with your talent. I mean, so he's certainly unique. And the, and the thing that, to be honest with you, that does worry me a little bit about Cam Newton is that Bill Belichick will find a way. He'll do Bill something. Bill Belichick found a way to make uh, Matt Castle look like an all-star. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you'll see something ridiculous. Like he'll pitch it to Michelle. Michelle will, I don't know, he'll throw it to Edelman. Edelman will throw it backwards to Cam, who's somehow wide open. And then he'll throw it for 60 yards with some lateral razzle-dazzle thing that no one in their right mind will see coming. Caught by some dude you've never seen uh, before. Correct. Their seventh wide receiver. Yeah. And that's just the thing. And I guess because that's what the man does. So it, it does concern me a little bit that, that Cam Newton's a little bit more of a, a Swiss Army knife than, right. than Tom Brady was. Um, that being said... Cam also lost his last eight games in Carolina. It's not he has not been himself or the Cam Newton of the Pro Bowl or All Pro of old right. um, for a little while now. Um, I mean, the simple fact that they tried to trade him, nobody in the NFL wanted him, and then even after they cut him, I, I heard maybe that the Browns were look I, like as like a backup or maybe if Baker didn't work out, but New England was the only team calling, and he signed for the veteran minimum, which should really tell you all you need to know about the confidence they have in Cam Newton that. The man's only worth $500,000. Meanwhile, Jeff Stidham's sitting there going, no, I'm never going to get the play. Right. I knew we shouldn't have had that popcorn before the game. <laughs> so I, I'm i intrigued because you're right. Uh, Belichick has made a lot better out of a lot worse than Cam Newton. Correct, yeah. Um, he's also, I mean, we also watched him be very upset losing Jimmy Garoppolo, um, who is probably in another interesting scenario this year. 
great game manager from what it looks like. I digress. Um, but, I mean, Matt Castle looked good. Jacoby Brissett looked good. I mean, he's made guys look great. I, I think when you're full-time running that offense, though, you got to be smart. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying Cam Newton's not smart, but I know that Cam Newton probably for a long time got away with being a better athlete than most people on the field. Oh, so I think like 99th percentile athlete. Oh, yeah. I mean, just a freak of like, nature. No one like him. It was insane. Like, essentially what Lamar, Lamar is doing right now. Just Wait. Which More I'm sure is where, you know, Mr. Taylor is not being sold on, on those types of quarterbacks that run all over. Because really, if you're undersized and you run a lot, it only takes one hit from a linebacker. That, that's it. That's all yeah. you got. Ask Alex Smith how his leg feels. That only takes one. Right. And that's it. But, I mean, but that's true about anybody. Yeah. Any, any quarterback's one hit away from, from going Absolutely. down. Absolutely. But it helps if you're 6'5", 240. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a little bit different when you're 5'10", 25. So, I don't know. You know, and, and Belichick asks a lot of his guys. You know, he, he demands the world of these guys. You know, we're talking about a guy who took Randy Moss, who looked like he was on a hard downswing of his career, and got him for a fifth-round pick, and then he set all these records. Yeah. You know. Took, no, nobody outside of Miami had heard of Wes Welker, and then he's in New England, and he's unbelievable, and he's right. a perennial all-pro. It's You know, it, he's, he's a guy who gets the most out of people. It's just... If you're not willing to do what he wants you to do, like, there's the door, it's, bro. It's the Patriot way. There's yeah. no question. It is the 100% the Patriot way. It is not anybody else's way. So I, I think it's going to be interesting to see if Cam can fit into the Patriot way. Um, because there's also, I mean, I the whole flashy outfits after games and the, the, the fashion show and the weird... It's crazy. My, my grandmother and Cam Newton wear a lot of the same clothes. I think they both have babushkas. It's a whole oh, thing. It's fantastic. Love a good babushka. That's what I'm saying. It's So it's going to be interesting to see if Belichick tries to curb that at all or lets him be him under like, listen, you do that, but you do this type thing. You know, do what you want to do, but you got to toe the line. And it's going to be interesting because I... You know, I, I wrote an article about Colin Kaepernick and, like, where he could fit and stuff like that. And, you know, it's it, looking at a guy like Cam, who is that polarizing figure who, again, with the outfits, who, I mean, that's a distraction. At the end of the day, it's a distraction. Guess who hates distractions? Right. Bill Belichick. You know, Bill Belichick didn't like that Tom Brady had his own voodoo witch doctor in the locker room and kicked him out. Uh, listen, man, if the dude's getting Tom Brady to be able to play at 42 years old, maybe most coaches will let him go. Nope, not Bill Belichick. Get your ass out of my locker room, sir. So it'll it'll be a weird year for sure there. I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what they what it is. And we already know that Belichick's a good enough coach to make talent work. So. 100%. He's a good enough coach to make not talent work. Oh I God. mean, the, the amount of no-name people that come out of New England that they're like, Pro Bowlers, and he trades them for like a first round pick, and they're garbage wherever else they go. And it's just like he's like laughing all the way to the bank, going, "I'm going to turn that first round pick into my next All Pro. No right. big deal. Thanks for that." Yeah, I'm going to turn that first round pick. I'm going to trade it away for a second, two thirds, and in four years, you'll never have heard of these guys, but they'll be studs for me. Yeah, <laughs> for a hot second. That's but and, and that that leads us to the next one, which is kind of a slight offshoot. But Tampa Bay with Tom Brady, Gronkowski, Evans. Godwin. Godwin. Not Goodwin. Godwin. Godwin. Um, I said Gronk. They got was O.J. Howard out there, too. Or Yep. No. Yep. yep. I mean, who? Their tight end. Who, who and was, can't Cameron Brady's the other tight end. Even as a backup, he's right. pretty legit. He starts on some other teams. Yeah. And now, and like, and you added Gronk feasibly in front of them. You know, I, 
we are 100% going to find out if Tom Brady's a system quarterback. They, they don't need three receivers. They're going to start three tight ends and two receivers, and all of them are 6'5", all of them are yeah. 220 or heavier. I, if you're a 5'10 corner in this league, good luck. Right. <laughs> good luck. Oh, and, the, and then the two receivers they are starting are tall, athletic, and can stretch the field. That's what I mean. All five of them between the receivers and the tight ends are north of 6'3", 6'4", and they all weigh 215 pounds plus. And I mean, Gronk, Gronk is a different type of player than he was, you know, back in New England. He doesn't, he's not nearly as beefy as he was, which means maybe we'll be seeing more of a skill set type Gronk than a down in the trenches, I'm going to block you and then turn around, catch a pass and run two people over type Gronk. But, you know, you never know. It's silly though, because somebody's going to do something foolish. Like they're going to go, hey, Gronk's getting older. Let's put a linebacker on him. And he's going to roll right by him and be like, oh, nope, never mind. Like, forget I said anything. After he scored two touchdowns. Gronk. Then they'll figure it out when they're already up. Gronk, Gronk's getting older. What is he, 29? Uh, something like that. Like former former 24-7 WWE champion. I was just going to say, he's legit now. He's yeah. in the WWE. Yeah. That he, stuff's real. He, he's, dude, he took a stage dive at <laughs> WrestleMania with no fans. <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, we are going to find out if Tom Brady's truly the GOAT or if he is just a, the best that ever ran Belichick's system because... He didn't look great last year, I can tell you that much. He looked like an aging quarterback who was on his last legs, and now... Listen, fa- Father Time is undefeated. There is no question. True it's, story. He wins every time. Ask Brett Favre. Just don't text him. You'll probably get a dick pic. There you go. That's not appropriate. <laughs> so... you, you could have said Peyton Manning. <laughs> I mean, there's like a list yeah, but, of names. But, 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 but Favre retired, unretired, and then played for four more years. Like, you know. whole thing. But Peyton was holding his own head for a second. Like, you don't know. I mean, you've seen the size of it. His forehead's huge. It's just like, no wonder his neck broke. It's got to hold up his head. It's no gigantic. Kidding. It's unbelievable. No kidding. But, uh, I mean, we're, we're not talking about a guy who's on a team that's going to be built to run and play defense. They want him to throw the football. So, you know, they, they, they want him to be the Tom Brady that broke all the records with Moss and Welker. They don't want him to be Peyton Manning that handed the ball off to two good running backs and played stout defense. And made the nine throws in a game that a guy needs to make to win that one. Like, well, that's that's what it is. I mean, they're they're counting on defenses having to, to man up and just play everybody one v one, and that is not going to go wide. And I and I think that that is going to be like the the Pats of old, where you know you have fourth and one, gun five wide. What? Right. I, for, no goal for, line. No for, running back in the backfield. Uh, we're just we're, going, going, we're going first and ten from our own half yard line. Gun five wide, ninety nine yard touchdown to Wes Welker because. You with could, the Patriots. Because you can, and that's what they did. But I mean, yeah. and I'm hoping that's not the case, because, again, as if my own Buffalo uh, hometown bias here, like, I hope he crashes and burns. I hope it's an absolute nightmare down do there, too. and it's, he doesn't do anything. And the interesting part of it is, you know, one of Winston's problems down there last year is he was one of the most hit quarterbacks in the league. Guess who doesn't like taking a hit? Guess who doesn't like standing in the pocket and getting popped in the mouth? Uh, and anybody, but, yeah, no Tom Brady. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, how long before Evans and Godwin are crying that they're not getting balls because he's spiking at his lineman's feet so he doesn't take hits? I'm right. Like, you know, when I was open, you could have stood in there and taken a shot. Well, guess what, bro? It's week two. You want me in week 18? I'm right. You know, I need to survive type deal. It's, I mean, and it's, and I, I think Tom Brady's, he'll, I don't think, my heart tells me one thing, my head tells me another. Like, he'll, he'll probably be fine. <laughs> it's, there's too much talent there for him to be anything less than, I don't know. A pro bowler, most likely. You know what I mean? Like even right now, I, other than Edelman, Chris Chris Hogan. I'm, I'm just naming Patriots receivers that he had last year. Philip Philip Dorsett. I mean, not Mike Evans, not Chris Godwin, right. not Gronkowski, not you know what I mean. The, well, what was it? Uh, their 
they drafted one uh, receiver, but he got hurt. In, in Kill Harry, yeah. yeah, yeah, he went down. Early. I always want to call him in Heel Carry. I don't know why. No, you're you're dyslexic. Yeah, a little that, bit. That was ironical. Uh-huh. I mispronounced a word. That's what I'm saying, right? So yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. I'm hoping for the crash and burn. I'm hoping that it's just proof in the put it like as much as it would piss me like. It's going to piss me off either way because it's either going to prove that he really has been that good for that long or it's going to prove that, at least to some extent, he was a system guy. Mm-hmm. And that just means we have, we're still dealing with Bill Belichick and that's still going to be a problem. But we're still dealing with Bill Belichick and it's still going to be a problem. I'm just hoping Cam Newton sucks. Uh, well, that's that's the whole... I mean, really, And we play good defense because we just played good defense. I hope so. That, well, that's what they do. And it's really, and again, not to backtrack them all, but I mean, really, I think that Bill Belichick might be the greatest coach Ever. I don't think there's a might. They, I, they, I mean, he's just ever. All time. It's, like the, it's the, unbelievable. The, the dude shipped off pro bowlers and all pros like it was his job and replaced them with no names and saw no no step backs, no... no right, no down tick. No down tick. I, he's insane. It's un, it's not fair. It's crazy. And I don't know I don't know how or where or why he found his strike. It's not like his stints with anyone else. the Browns or anybody else before he got to New England were, were good. I mean, he was fired from those jobs for a reason, and then all of a sudden, 20 years later, he's in New England. And You know who could use a good coach? It's the Browns. Yeah, to be to be honest with you, even right now, and I know you were pegging me like the stat guy, I don't know who their head coach is. Well, it was you know Freddie what? Kitchens, and I think they fired Oh, they, him they got rid of him. It's not Freddie no more. They signed some offensive guru, if I'm not mistaken. There was a guy. We're looking it up. If you hear the typing, um, they hired Vikings offensive coordinator Steph, uh, Kevin Stefanski as the new head coach. I want to say they were looking at, now that I'm remembering back, either him or Selah, who's the, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, he's the 49ers defensive coordinator. That Both of them yeah. interviewed for that job, and they went offense instead of defense guy, which I get. I just understand. But yeah. there was there was irony there that they were both applying for the Browns jobs, and then played each other in the playoffs, and the Niners just whomped on the Vikings. It was not close. But the other guy who lost got the job, which right. I find ironic. Well, so the the big issue over there, and this I you know what, I was big on Cleveland last year. I will not make that mistake this year. Good crown, crown him, man. Crown him. You know, crown him. Crown him. <laughs> yeah, they got all the, fired the, up. The Cleveland Browns are officially they're on the suck list for every year until they prove to me that they're not the mistake on the lake. Because I I bought into the hype last year. I went, holy crap, with that running game and that you know before, that was before Kareem Hunt was able to play again. Like they had good running backs, good receivers, good tight end. They, Baker they, actually, all they the signed hunt. Austin Hooper. Like they like, got a Pro Bowl tight end. Yeah, now. like because like, wasn't really much of anything. Well, he could he he was hurt. Right, you know, he couldn't stay on the field. And here's a team that found a way to shit the bed again. Because what do the Browns do? They shit the bed. Ironically named, if you will. So I will not believe the Browns hype until the Browns prove to me that they're not the Browns. More so than I'll more so than I than when I said it with the Jets. Um, you know, Baker's out getting hayjays in the parking lot of churches on Sunday, and Odell's debating asking for a trade again. And well, I, your level-headed guy is Kareem Hunt. Kareem, <laughs> Kareem Hunt of all people is sitting around going, "Hey guys, can we shut up and play football, please? Say, can we tone it back here a little bit? Can we pull it just a hair? You guys are getting ridiculous." <laughs> Go kick my girl. Oh no, that's that's not okay. It's too too soon, too soon. 
He paid his price. I was just saying, he served his time. He served his time. Come and take me, nickel. What? What? So. It's crazy. No, I, I 100% agree with you, really. it's uh, They have all the offensive oh talent in the world. I mean, we just got done talking about Tampa and the offensive firepower they have there. I mean, over the last, and I, 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 again, the, the stats are just astronomical. You look at what Odell and what Jarvis Landry have done in their careers to this point. Like, only Jerry Rice in their first four years in the league have more catches, more touchdowns, and more yards Right. Than those two and, guys. And and even both on the same team. Right. And La- like Landry did it with the Dolphins. Uh, right. I mean, he had, I mean, Tannehill now got a nice little contract there. But, I mean, handing the ball to Derrick Henry is about as easy as it gets. Right. But in, in Again, make Miami, the 12 throws you need to make in a game. Uh, right. Okay. In Miami, like, he was catching 110, 115 balls yeah. a season. Like, no big deal. And was working. You know, and, o- and now o- he's the number two. Yeah. And, Od- and, and Odell's drawing all the hard stuff. It's, yeah. And, I mean, and Odell had a good run with Eli Manning. I mean, he's a, he's a Manning. He won. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. You know, he he had a dude that could throw him the ball. Now you have somebody who, guys, again, we're talking may was in con, in contention for potentially the most ready player coming out of that draft. I went ready enough to go number one. Right. I mean, that's and here we are talking about you know is it make or break for Baker? Because yeah, no. again, here's here's a guy who'll throw for four hundred yards and four touchdowns and find a way to lose you a football game. Right. You know, I... That's one of those things. I mean, Baker's such a polarizing figure in and of himself. I mean, it's a guy AJ's who's... AJ's in church parking lots. <laughs> and it's just one of those things where... You, I don't know. I, I, I like him. I do. I, I like a guy who's got a little bit of an edge to him. Who's got a little bit of an attitude. Who, I do, too. I, he, it's, he seemed like I a more put-together Johnny Manziel. And I liked Johnny uh, Manziel. Right? It's like, I want and you to he be... he started doing blow with Bieber. And like, what a, the hell? It's a fine line between, you know, confidence and arrogance. I'm like, and he had a little bit of both. And for a little while there, was using each one of those things the most positively he could. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean... I think multiple offensive coordinators and multiple head coaches in multiple years, and he's only been in the league like three years, four years. It's not – it's uh, – I don't know. Yeah. I, it, it, I don't, it, that's I don't, tough on anybody, let alone, uh, you know, a rookie in his first couple of years. But I don't know how make or break it is for him just because of the amount of turnover and stuff. But, I mean, he's had, he, he went into the best position, had the best talent around him. I don't know if he broke or tied – he tied the rookie t- passing touchdown record that Russell Wilson and Peyton Manning. Yeah, both have. They all, they threw twenty six. He didn't start the first two games. So I think there's just a very reasonable, very level headed argument that said if he'd have played the whole season, he would have thrown for at least twenty eight, twenty something, but probably twenty seven. Probably would have had at least one or two more. One in those first two games, right? So I mean, so he'd be tied the record, and those guys played full seasons. So it's like it looked like the sky was the limit. Yeah. Where people went, wow, the Browns hit a home run. People didn't think he was going to be the guy. It should have been Sam Darnold. And they laughed all the way to the bank and they took their guy and it was all fine. And now fast forward two years and it's, well. Well, he's on he's on the verge of being another quarterback added to that really long jersey of Browns quarterbacks. Right. But it's it's unbelievable. I mean, really, it's I, I don't know that it would happen, but I mean, it, it kind of happened with Josh Rosen. Like, hypothetically, the Browns suck it up this year. They're, they're awful. Something happens. You know, uh, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there, there's names out there right. that, like, do you, do you get rid of Baker and try to be like, oh, you know what, we tried it. Sorry, man. Yeah. Uh, we're going with somebody else. We gave you four years. It's, it is what it is. Bring back Blake Bortles. He's backing up Jared Goff right now. Is I he? Guess, yeah. yeah, I didn't didn't realize he had gotten signed. I almost said St. Louis. It ain't. It's yeah. L.A. now. Yeah. 
Those guys there with the Those horns. San Diego, yeah, with the Chargers guys. Nope, nope. nope. That's all LA. Yeah, yeah, all and now them. Vegas? I oh, God, it's the Raiders. So confusing. Yeah, that's another team we could talk about with the weird stuff going on over there. But we won't get there. That's um, a whole another week. It's I... high powered offenses. Arizona. Oh my God. Uh, it's going to be nuts. I mean, Ken, gonna... Ken, Kenyon Drake. I mean, an aging. Fits, but still fits. Right. I mean, listen, Fitz is maybe the third best receiver on our team. I feel like you're doing okay. If yeah. one of the greatest of all time yeah, is, is your number is three. Your, is your slot guy. Right. You know, and it's just like. Because uh, they, I mean, what 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 did they give, uh, what did they give up for? I don't know, a bag of footballs? Yeah, it was like a bag of dirt and a running back that was just okay. Right, a promise that their kids would go to their house trick-or-treating and, yeah. oh, we'll give you Hopkins. Oh, sounds good. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll you know, I'll invite you to my birthday party. Here's the, here's one of the best receivers yeah, in the yeah, league. Yeah. My man. Yeah, like ever, why couldn't the Bills do that? Well, they weren't trading him in, in the AFC. They weren't trading him in-house at all. But Especially after the team they just beat. I know. <laughs> Playoff Mo- game. Like, and a good chunk was because of that, dude. Uh, the other chunk was because of your quarterback who can't be happy. But eyes. Unreal. But no, I high-powered for sure. Yeah. I mean, which... there's a whole bunch of just kind of like enigmas on that team. You know, uh, Christian Kirk was a guy that they drafted in the second round that they they really thought that he was going to be something, and he's had some some foot injuries and stuff like that. And then, you know, like a lot of the other guys we've been talking about here shows flashes of unbelievable. Like I think at one point last year he had like like six catches for 145 yards and three touchdowns. And I was like, oh, that's why they took that guy. And really I think a lot of people had him pegged as their number one this year up until they got DeAndre Hopkins. Well, um, I can I can tell you because you know I have the computer in front of me and I looked it up because I needed to know. Um, they do have Fitz and Hopkins starting as one and two with Kirk in the slot. Sure, I mean Kirk's only like five eleven. Right, two, you're, you're going to put Fitz on the outside because right. he can still he can still get it done. Um, obviously, Murray did well last year. I'm I didn't see enough of him to have an opinion, but I'm going to give you my opinion anyway. I'm not. 100% sold on him yet. He did okay as a rookie. Yeah. I, 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 honestly, if I'm choosing a style of play and what they're able to do, I think he did better than Lamar in a lot of ways because Lamar ran with his feet so often and Kyler stood there and threw it. And right. they're just like the same size. It's all, I think Lamar might be a little bit bigger. but Well, and you know, Lamar led the, led the NFL in touchdowns, but it, I think – so he, he had 35, I believe, if my – no, that that sounds right. I yeah, would have said thirty. It was thirty-five or thirty-six. It was yeah, one it was two. mid mid thirties. He was right um, up there, and which he, is great. It's not. It's not wrong. He, he, he edged out Winston, right? But I mean, five of them came in week one when he threw for five against Miami, who was terrible. It's it's one of those things where like you can't underestimate his legs. No, when he starts scrambling and plays get extended. It's in, in the modern NFL, it's almost impossible for a defensive back to hang the receiver without committing a penalty for longer than, I don't know, three, maybe four seconds if I'm giving him a lot of time. Right. And all of a sudden with Lamar, you know, diving all around back there, it's plays are six, seven, eight seconds long. Every receiver's open at that point. I mean, right. you can just find somebody. I mean, and, and it certainly give him enough credit that he found an open guy. And that guy scored a touchdown. Right. You know what I mean? So well, it's not like he's completely devoid more, of talent. I believe more than half of his uh, more than half of his touchdowns came in the red zone. So I mean he you know, if you go back and look at his stats from last year, he had a lot of shorter yardage games passing wise. You know, you like you'd see like, oh, he was one hundred and forty yards with four touchdowns. Yeah. Like, oh, all right, then. Yeah, That's... because because run, 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 play action touchdown from the five. Right. Like, you know, run, 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 read option. You know, RPO, 
well, well hey look there's my tight end like right. exactly. you know and then like if you, if you look at the the game when he when he played the bills he would have had 60 yards had it and through the air had it not been for the one blown coverage to the tight end mm-hmm. like one play gave you more than half your yardage in the air right like well, he had a lot of that last year so i i agree murray murray did very well um like i said i didn't see enough of him cuz obviously we're on the wrong coast, right? So we don't get a lot of those games. But I think I think for rookie numbers, uh, you know what I mean. I think they did fine. It's, you know, what? I, I was I was hoping Kenyon Drake would be a name floating around for agency. The Bills might take a flyer at, and then they got rid of was it David Johnson? They shipped out. Yes. And yes. Uh, you know, so they shipped him out and kept Kenyon Drake, and I believe extended him on top of it. And, and they well, did. Or if nothing else, they, he sent like his 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 tender, which yeah. was like ten million dollars. So we certainly get a pay grade. And like really, after they traded for him, I think like yards from scrimmage, Ken Drake, I think led the NFL for six weeks for yeah. yards for passing and uh, yeah. rushing and receiving yards. And it's, it's just like how, I, how bad of a coach is Adam Gase that he had Ken and Drake for a while and can't figure out how to use that talent. Like I don't. Well, and now we're talking about a guy who's got Levon Bell and can't figure out how to use him. Uh, right. Yep. Same thing. It's uh, it's unreal. I mean, I've Drake's been the highlight reel of Miami for for years. I, you look I, at like him. You, you, I like them a lot. Like what, what Miami's best plays circa 2018, and it's Kenyon Drake, Uzu, Kenyon, Kenyon Drake, 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 right? Kenyon Drake. That's when when they came back and beat uh, the Pats. Yeah. On that lateral backyard football type thing, like Kenyon Drake was the guy who got the pass and took it, went around Gronk, who took a horrible angle and scored that touchdown to beat that was bad to ball. beat the Pats in that oh last second of the play of that game, and it's just like another one, Kenyon Drake. He, he played defense in high school too. How do you how do you how do you I, miss I that bad? Uh, but. You know, and then so the this last one was interesting. So we, we sat down, we we shot each other a text and said, All right, let's come out with three to four things each that we're looking forward to seeing how things pan out this year. And this one was yours, and it's can Denver give Kansas City a run for the division? Which is interesting to me because the whole world is currently balls deep in Kansas City. That's uh, it's, well, it's, it's what it is. It's impressive and well everybody's talking about five five hundred million dollars now and I mean, I've seen less impressive deep throats on porn the way the world's talking about Kansas City right now. <laughs> Hat stats and stats is not PC. It's fine. There's an explicit button. People people get it. So I can I can say stupid shit sometimes. And I'm not even half as bad as half the people I have on the show. But I've, I've met those people. I, I know. It. I understand. I know. I get it. So here's, I mean, so Denver has a young quarterback who is in his Starting, this will be his first full, full year. year. He did not have a full year last and year, and he right. did he did really well at the end of last year. All things considered, for what he was having to deal with, I think he, I think Drew Locke did okay. Yeah, I mean, because he didn't have a ton around him, you know. I mean, it, I just I I look at Denver as a team that has always had a pretty good defense. They've really been okay, um, from the Von Millers to you know what I mean. That Simmons, their safety is is, is done really good. Their linebackers stepped up at play last year. You know, they, had, they drafted Bradley Chubb very high in the draft, and I think he got hurt last year. So he'll be coming back looking to, to pair again with Von Miller. So they have a pass rush. Um, but offensively, I mean, as far as young talent, and I'm going to put, you know, quotes around young as like 24 or younger. I don't know that there's another team in the NFL that has more young talent than they do. From from Locke going into his sophomore season to Cortland Sutton proving last year that he can be an alpha in this league and be a very good receiver. Absolutely. Then then you draft Judy, who people were saying was the best receiver in the in the draft, and yep. now and now he's your number two. No big deal there. Uh, you know Noah Fant at the tight end position. I mean, it's just like 
it's another one of those things where like who who do you cover? Yeah. It's, it's some somebody's gonna beat you, and that's not the to say anything about Philip Lindsay still being a. I think a very underrated running back. And if you weren't sold on Philip Lindsay, then maybe you're sold on, on Melvin Gordon, who they also signed in free agency. So they'll just give them all to him. So one way or the other, um, you know, Denver looks to have gone with the, the process of, uh, you know, we can't stop the chiefs from scoring. So I think our only hope is to pray they have an off game and try to score more points than they do. Right. And it seems to, to do okay. Um, and really one of the main reasons I thought, I think many people are going to go, really, dude? No. Kansas City's going to win that division. It's not going to be close. And you're probably right. I look at it's very hard to repeat, which really makes what the Patriots have done over the last 20 years just sickening because it, it, it never happens. We'll never see anything like that for the rest of our lives. It'll never come around again. Right. Um, but it's, it's, it's just to go back-to-back. It's insanely, insanely difficult to go to back-to-back, let alone win back-to-back, and it's just like the, the door could be open. Well, and – you're looking at it. How many how many guys in Kansas City right now are looking at it going like, well, they just threw, the, they just backed the Brinks truck up to Mahomes. Right. They handed him a blank check and said, you know what, just fill it out and give it back to us. It's yeah. fine. Just let us know what you want on this. And right. Right. Then they just signed another big contract. So how many guys are looking going like, there's not a whole ton of cap space here. Like they literally, they I mean, so between two players, they just spent almost six hundred million dollars. Right. On two players. So I mean, there's not a ton of cap space left there. There's not. I mean, how, how many guys are looking going either? I mean, you, you're either getting one of two sides. Like, well, this is it. You know, I'm, I'm apparently expendable. Right. Well, really, half the reason that they're, they're – I don't want to say half the reason, but, like, a major reason why they're doing okay is because Mahomes is still playing on his rookie contract. You know what I mean? And, and you got guys that are, are, are doing very, very well, very young in their careers. But, yes. like, what happens when, when Kelsey wants a new contract? And what happens when Tyreek Hill wants a new contract? And what You know what I mean? Like, there's, it's not like they don't have people there that are going to want to get paid. Right. So you're either going to say – you're going to see the danger of the, oh, my God, I need to play to get paid somewhere else. Right. So they're going to be scary good. Or you're going to see the side that's going to be – well, screw this. Like, I'm not getting, like, let, let the $500 million man get it done. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, and you can sit here until you're blue in the face and tell me that that's not a thing that happens. It absolutely is. Um, you know, there's also, I don't, I don't see Pat Mahomes being this guy, but there's always the risk that when you do back the Brinks truck up to somebody, all of a sudden they went, oh, thanks, I'm good. Right. And, Kind of rest on their laurels at that point. Again, I, mean, Mar- I don't see Mahomes. Yeah. Albert, Albert Hainsworth, you know, Marcel Darius. I mean, now I'm, I'm naming some some fat, overweight defensive tackles there. But just off the top of my head, people who got a $100 million contract and then decided that they didn't really feel like playing football anymore. Yeah. And, and, I, and I agree with you. I, I don't think no. that Patrick Mahomes I mean, especially, is that guy. I mean, he's, he's got the lineage. You know, his, his old man was a pro uh, pro baseball player. Like, you get what – that dude understands what it takes to be in the ranks. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't get a Super Bowl ring by being half invested or right. you know, any sort of not one hundred and ten percent invested in what you're doing there. Um, yeah. I, I think I, I think the salary cap concerns are more of a thing that he's yeah. got. It really, and it was an extension, so I think like he's going to make like five million dollars this year, and then like thirty on his fifth year option, which obviously they'll exercise, and then the five hundred. Then it jumps to whatever right. forty five fifty. It's so they have two more. Semi reasonably one more year for sure. Right. That they're paying the best quarterback in football five million dollars. They're legitimately backup quarterbacks that make more money than Mahomes does. And then you've got one year of thirty, which I know thirty sounds huge, but in, in 2020, 30's pretty on par with, yeah. with a lot of other guys. I think Josh Allen's gonna make 
30, 32. If, if things go well, he does yeah. take that third step. It's I, do, Is he worth 30? I don't know. You're worth whatever the market deems you are worth. And at that point, it's $30 million. Um, but yeah, and then I, you know, Mahomes set the bar. Dak Prescott's still looking for, I don't know, $600 million. I can see he's apparently the best quarterback in the well, league. Well, you it's, know, somebody, one of the guys from, uh, from the network, you know, we, we talk all the time, the guys that are helping me put out all the social media posts and all the cool artwork and stuff that's being put out there right now on the Facebook page. We were talking about, you know, should there be a, should there be a quarterback only salary cap? You know, make it so you can like quarterbacks like have their like your quarterback room has a salary cap, and it's but it doesn't count toward your team salary cap, so you have two separate ones. And I go, I don't think you need it because Pat Mahomes is officially the salary cap. You're not better than Pat Mahomes, so the idea of the last dude to get paid is getting paid the most is done. Right. Dak Prescott's not going to make more money than Pat Mahomes. Right. Nobody in the league, and like if if Lamar Jackson keeps up the output he had last year, you could make the argument that that type of output plus again postseason wins matter here. Mm-hmm. You know he tacks on some postseason wins, pushes toward a Super Bowl. Doesn't even necessarily have to win one, but pushes toward one. He keeps up that output. He might be the next guy that hits that mark. But the the idea of the last guy to get paid is getting paid the most is done officially done with Pat Mahomes because again. You're not better than Pat Mahomes. Right. End of conversation. Well, I would say it's a once in a lifetime, once in a career type of contract. Like right. Those, those things. Like that. I can't remember the last time I saw a contract more than like six years. Right. In the NFL. That most of the time, I mean, you know, you're Von Miller, some of these big pass rushers and stuff like that. But now the guaranteed money and the, the average salary per year has gone up. So I read that Cleveland was talking about giving Miles Garrett like a five-year 125 contracts. They're going to get a defensive end, arguably maybe one of the best ones in football, maybe the best one in football today. Um, that they're going to give him 25 million a season, which is fine. But I mean, it wasn't seven, it wasn't, it wasn't eight, it wasn't. Nine. Mahomes getting 10 years is and traditionally not something that happens. If you look across the board and in the Big Four as a whole, long contracts like that don't play. Not anymore. I mean, because people people been bitten by them too much, right? Uh, the Yankees, like I don't know, twice on a rod. I it's, I mean, you, you look, you know, uh, Bobby Benilla getting paid till you know, Pat Mahomes will stop getting paid on this contract. Bobby Benilla is still going to get paid. Still, by the Mets. Bobby Benilla is still getting paid on his contract. You know, uh, Rick DiPietro is another one. You know, fifteen year contract. contract. Yeah, unbelievable. They, and, and they deferred out. He's going to get paid till like twenty forty seven, and he's probably fine with it. I mean, like, why, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Be? It's thanks. Not, thanks for the contract that for the fifteen year guaranteed contract that I played one and a half seasons. Most, of. most most of the rest of my teammates have to like sell real estate or like you know what I mean like go to like shoot I was an islander once no you weren't right that's what it was (laughs) right I'm still an islander he's he's making 800,000 to sit around his house and not do anything how do I get on that train I don't know be a pro goalie for a second it's crazy talk so you know I I don't know that the I I don't know that the 10 year thing plays I can tell you again no he's like 24 He's got plenty of time. He, right. he'll, he'll get another ten-year contract after this ten-year contract. Like you know, if if he stays healthy, I mean, right. we're we're seeing more and more guys retiring early. You know, dropping at 28, 29, because yeah, he gets his bell rung twice, and all of a sudden he might be thinking like, oh, you know, I kind of want to remember my kids' names. Well, like, while, while I do think that's true, I don't think that the quarterback position is one of those things. 
So, so, so it's, I don't know. So, I mean, I, I agree with running back, I agree on receiver. I agree on all of those things. I just don't think that the quarterback is one of those things that matters. Right. Yeah, so, you know, I, it's one of those things for me. I, I feel like it could be a thing that bites you in the ass. I can tell you no matter what, it's not going to be a thing that comes to play for other quarterbacks. You're not going to see a Dak Prescott pull a 10-year contract. You're not going to see, again, I, I honestly believe Lamar Jackson will be the next potential one um, if it happens again. So the uh, I'm going to wrap things up here. We got a little, uh, you know, Austin, before you run out real quick, thanks for coming by. I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. It was a good time. Yeah, uh, Austin will hopefully be joining me again. And thanks for tuning in, guys. Again, you can catch this and like 27,000 other fantastic podcasts on the network www.bicbp-radio.com you can check us out there along with tip of the cap and common debauchery along with other great podcasts there are daily episodes of the two-point conversation that happened with my buddy matt on top of probably four other podcasts that he runs check us out on social media facebook twitter instagram all the cool stuff i also write occasional blog articles things like that all of that can be found on our social media uh tag tied to our wix site thanks for tuning in i hope you guys enjoyed it um Be sure to share, comment, follow Whole Nine Yards, and we will catch you next time.